Welcome back to the Retro Rick Podcast. I am your host, Rick. We back in the building. I'm back on the mic. I'm back at my desk. I'm back in my chair. I'm back talking my talk. Spread the word. Tell your people to tell their people to tell their people to tap in. You know, tell them I'll be, I'll be on here uh, talking my talk. You know, um, shout out to my man L, you know, uh, at Lotto631 on Instagram. You know, the bro came by on the last episode and chopped it up with me. You know, super dope, super dope. But um, yeah, man, I seen a couple of things I wanted to come and talk about, man. A um, couple of topics, some music stuff. Um, Charleston White. All right. If you're not familiar with Charleston White, do your Googles, hit your YouTubes. And just watch some videos, you know. Um, here's here's my thing about Charleston White. If you listen to him, he makes a lot of sense in a lot of the, a lot of the things that he be saying, right? Now, again, I don't agree with a hundred percent of the things he says, but I agree with. I can I will probably say I agree with a lot of the things that he says, you know, um, how he says it. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of. And then the other antics that goes along with the things that he be saying, I'm not the biggest fan of. Right. I don't believe in the antics. I don't believe in the, you know, provoking people. I don't believe in starting things. I don't believe in none of that. I don't feel like you need to do that to get your point across. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he was on stage. Uh, I don't I'm not sure if he's doing comedy now or what, but he is considered a motivational speaker. Um, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a, um, he's a public figure of some sort. All right. He may not be, you know, the biggest public figure, but he's a known face. He's in the public. He's a public figure. So he was on stage and he got into it with someone. Dude tried to rush the stage, Charleston White. (laughs) Um, he, he hit him with a, with a, with a, looked like a flower pot or something like that. Then he, then he, then he, then dude was still trying to get on stage and he cocked that microphone back. He tried to take his head off with that microphone. I got to watch the video again to see if he really connected with him like that. But, you know, then they jumped him. They ran down. They they got the fighting on stage. And, you know, I understand that people are going to have different, different uh, opinions on things and disagreements and things like that. You know, my thing with Charleston White is. You know, I've seen some interviews and he says that, you know, when he wasn't talking the way he was talking, nobody paid attention to him. But once he started talking, you know, about certain people that everybody deemed that they loved or that they had respect for, things like that. Once he started talking down upon those people is when he started to get the eyes that he felt he should have got when he was talking about, you know, the positive stuff or whatever the case. My thing is. You don't want to create an environment to whereas everywhere you go, you got to look over your shoulders. Who want to live like that? You know what I'm saying? When you get to the point where you talk about so many people that you don't know, you know, who's going to be where or you don't know what's going on. That's not a comfortable uh, position to be in, in my opinion. Some people may be comfortable with that. Some people not. You know, I don't believe in the looking over your shoulder constantly. You know, you're living... You're living in your own jail that you created. 
You know, I believe that if your message and your words is powerful enough, they'll get to where they need to get to. You know, you don't got to go out starting beef with this person, starting beef with that person, starting beef with this person, um, antagonizing people just to get a certain message because you're going to drown out your message with the antics. And that's my issue with him, you know. And then again, he went right on live that night, start provoking him even more, you know. Talking crazy, yo, y'all ain't doing nothing, we whooped y'all, all All this, all this nonsense, and it's just like, yo, my man, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? You an activist, you a street dude, motivational speaker, you know what I'm saying? You want peace, you want war, it's like, come on, pick, pick a way and, and, and go that way, you know what I'm saying? Um, and again, why you want to create danger for yourself, unnecessarily, unnecessary danger, nobody wants to create unnecessary danger, I say this all the time. You know, as a man, I'm going to stand on, I got certain morals and principles that I'm not going across. I'm not, I'm, I don't bend my morals or my principles. You know, I don't go out looking for trouble, but as a man, I'm going to do what I need to do to, you know, protect my family, protect me. You know what I'm saying? But never go out looking for anything, you know, but as a, as a man, you, you're going to stand on what you deem necessary to stand on. Right. Very respectable. But as far as going out and purposely antagonizing people, purposely starting beef and then put that under the guise of, well, I just want to bring awareness to my motivational shit is backwards to me, you know. So, you know, that's that on Charleston White. Another situation that I seen, I seen a video with this dude. At first, I thought it was finesse two times because he looked just like him. Then I realized it was his brother. So he had a knot on his forehead. And he was saying that he got jumped. By finesse two times people Whatever the case You know And again Why I don't even remember why Because they You know again We all outsiders looking in Right We're all outsiders looking in On these situations But I'm not I don't The the why really doesn't matter My thing is this I feel like There's no way your brother Should be on camera With a knot on his head you know what I'm saying? Talking about, yo, you let your peoples jump me. And then you get on camera and you say, yo, you know, I did this because of whatever, whatever, whatever. Yo, y'all brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like everything don't got to be on camera. You know? First of all, I feel like it shouldn't be no reason why you and your brother can't just sit down and talk. Y'all differences out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should never get to the point of a physical altercation. Like, real talk. It just shouldn't get there. It shouldn't get to that point with you and your brother to where y'all got to be physical with each other. A conversation, yo, what's going on? That's how that should handle. Y'all brothers, you know, you shouldn't get on. He shouldn't get on the camera lumped up because your people's put hands on him. You're supposed to hold that situation down. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who will put hands on your brother. You shouldn't even have them type of people around you in the first place because he that person should have been like, nah, yo, listen, it's your brother. You understand if I'm around my man and him and his brother getting into something, especially if it ain't something that's like super crazy, you know, if it ain't something that's super, super crazy. And it's like because, you know, sometimes things happen and, you know, things may escalate or whatever the case it might have to do a little scuffle or something like that. You never know. Right. But if it ain't like that and you just sitting there willingly letting your people's punch on your brother. Nah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's my thing. Like, I feel like a lot of these entertainers and a lot of these artists, they got a lot of yes men around them. You know? That's my thing. That's what I think. 
I'm not no yes man for nobody. Period. And guess what? You won't have to be no yes man for me. You know? I could take constructive criticism. I could take advice. I can take whatever. You know? Don't don't feel like, yo, everything I say is right. Nah, nigga, I don't got all the answers. I don't. You know what I'm saying? But I, I hang my hat on having logical answers. You know, I don't ever talk out my ass. I don't ever do none of that shit type shit. So I do feel like I got logical answers. So if I'm telling you something, you know, it can be it can be taken the way it's supposed to take be taken because I'm not just randomly spitting out something that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about or, you know, it's not going to do you no good for whatever you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you my man and you make music and I'd be like, nah, you could have. Nah, that ain't it. I'm going to tell you that ain't it. I'm not here to say, yeah, this shit trash, but tell you I'm not here to think like, nah, this joint trash, but tell you, yo, that's fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a sucker. I'm not. I'm not a yes man for no man. Just like I don't want no man to be around me and be a yes man. And that's the problem with these industry dudes. These industry niggas, they got a lot of yes men around them. Niggas ain't got no 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 backbone of their own. Niggas ain't got a leg to stand on on their own. So they need people. You understand? Oh, he the bag. So we need him. But it's like, yo, your man is... Your man could be the bag and he could be fucking up the brand. Your man could be the bag and he could be fucking up like business dealings and all type of shit. And because he got 20 yes men around him and no real person that's going to be like, yo, look, you fucking the bag up. You are the bag. But at the same time, you fucking the bag up. If he ain't got nobody around him to tell him like, yo, chill, you fucking the bag up. Then that bag is going to be fucked up. Now, all y'all. It's done to fuck off because nobody wanted to stand up and say, yo, my man, chill. No, we're not going to do that. Stop being yes men to these people because they got more money than you. Because if they really cared, then this shit would be a well-oiled machine all around the board. Ain't no way in hell your entourage is supposed to sit there and let your people's... Your entourage is not supposed to let... You nor your brother or any type of your family get harmed in no type of way, shape, or form. Fuck what y'all arguing about. Y'all brothers. So whatever y'all arguing about ain't that deep enough for y'all to not talk to each other or for y'all to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Be like, get to fighting. So your entourage should have said, yo, my nigga, hold on, listen. Look, you you come over here, yo, you go over there. This is a family situation. We not doing that. Your entourage is not supposed to jump your brother. Regardless, regardless, he, they not supposed to jump your brother. You're not supposed to sit back and let one nigga hit your brother. You're not supposed to sit back and let your man hit your brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, come on, you know, whatever business dealings y'all got, if he ain't moving right and you had to find him or whatever you say you had to do in that video. All right, that's cool. It's discipline. Like, yo, bro, look, look, this is what we on. If he can't do that, then say, yo, look, I'm at to suspend you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ways you could go about things without having it to get physical, you know? Um, I just feel like a lot of these dudes, man, enough with the yes men, for real. And you yes men out there, like, if you ever get the privilege or in the position to be around someone that's making moves and that's doing they want to, instead of you just being a tag along, 
Learn off that person. Build your own. So you ain't got to be a yes man. Build your own. Bring something to the table. Yo, look. Yo, bro, look. Okay, this what you got going on? Uh, yo, look. You you think, look, you want to invest in this clothing line? Oh, yo, you want to invest in this this hat line? Yo, listen, I'm going I'm to step. I'm going to do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do that. Or whatever the case. Don't just sit around and, and taking the handouts because you're never going to say nothing. Until the ship crashed and then now nobody got nothing because y'all didn't want to say nothing because y'all didn't want to lose your position in the entourage or because y'all didn't want to lose your position within the team. Don't be a yes man. That shit is not cool. And you niggas, you, why do you want yes men around you? You should not want yes men around you. And the crazy thing is... Niggas that get on the mic and say how they don't got yes men around them and have nothing but yes men around them. Nothing but yes men. That's the wild part. Niggas be having nothing but yes men around them and then jump right on the mic, talk about, oh, my niggas is official, my niggas this, my niggas that. Yo, my nigga, if your niggas can't tell you, yo, my man, look, you're moving crazy right now. Yo, this don't look good. Yo, let's sit it down for a couple weeks. Yo, let's 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 put the phones down. Let's yo, boom, 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 boom. If your people not doing that, you ain't got the right niggas around you. Ain't no nigga gonna come around me and be moving on some wild shit, and I'm not gonna be like, yo, my nigga, look, man, let me put your coattail about XYZ. Now that's on that person's gonna take it how he wanna take it. If he can't respect that. Nah, yo, Rick trying to hold it down. Rick trying to keep this shit together. Nah, Rick trying to make sure the bags are still coming in. He trying to, you know, do what he's supposed to do. You can't respect that. All right, my nigga, cool. That's on you. That's on you. But I'm not, no, yes, man. I don't give a fuck what type of bag a nigga got. I don't give a fuck. I'm not here for that. I'm not into that. Just like I don't care what type of bag I got. I don't want nobody looking at me like, oh, he got the bag, so I'm going to just... I'm just going to say nothing. And then I fucked the brand up and I fucked the bag up. And because nobody said nothing, let me get hot headed and big headed. I just blow everything. Not everybody ain't got nobody got shit. I can't help you. You can't help me. We can't do nothing because you sat back and was a yes man because I was giving you whatever I was giving you. As opposed to saying, yo, my nigga, hold on. Now nah, we got to pull back, yo. Yo, look, this don't this this not good for the brand. Nah, we got to chill, though. It's getting hot. Yo, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm not even that type of person, I wouldn't even need a nigga to come to me and even have this type of conversation with me. I'm telling you. Like, I'm I'm a different type of nigga, man. I'm a different type of nigga. A lot of people say that shit. A lot of people say that shit all the time. Yo, I'm a different type of nigga. I'm a different type of nigga. Nah, nigga, I'm a really a different type of nigga. It ain't even about no money. It ain't even about nothing materialistic. This shit got to be in you. This is a moral thing. This is a stand on what you stand on type of thing. I'm really a different type of nigga. I ain't no selfish type nigga. I get the bag. I'm going to make sure people around me good money. I don't need no yes men. You understand? I don't need nobody around me hyping me up. Like I'm that nigga. I'm this. I'm that. I don't do that. And if I had a nigga around me that was doing that, I would pull that nigga to the side. Yo, my nigga, listen. I don't need no yes men. You understand? I need real niggas. Not a yes man that's just going to sit here and let and, and, and watch the ship sink. But they don't want to say nothing because they want to be a yes man. And they don't want to lose access to the bag. 
Nigga ain't gonna be no bag if the ship sink. I'm cool on the yes man. You dig? I'm cool on the yes man. Like for real. I'm cool on the yes man. You know? Um what else is going on? Yo, Nicki Minaj put a snippet out. I seen uh someone, uh, I guess it's on Nicki's new album. 50 actually posted it. Yeah, man. I'm ready for a 50 project, man. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm ready for a 50 project. Um, I'm, Yo, nigga, nigga, just release some old shit, nigga. Release some shit you got in the motherfucking... Uh, release some, some shit you got in, in the hard drive, man. I know you got music in the hard drive. You know, I know you got music in the hard drive, man. I'm ready for a 50 album. Word, I think that'll be dope. Um, speaking on 50, let me get into my thing here. I'm going to play this clip, man, then I'm going to give you my opinion on this shit before I get up out of here. Um, let's see. Hold on, let me see. You know, I got to pull it up. You know, I got to pull it up. Give me a moment, give me a moment, give me a moment. Okay. But look, it's the biggest boss, Ricky Rose, and I got a business offer for the diabolical genius. I read yesterday that Young Buck's catalog is worth 725k for the entire catalog. Cool. I can only assume that Lloyd Banks is worth about the same. So I say, thank you. So I say, let's make it and let's keep it simple. Throw um, Tony Yeo in there. I give you 1.5. And let's say for the not, I, I don't need the entire G on the catalog, but beg for mercy. Let's keep it simple. I'll give you another 500K for that. Masters of that. So that's $2 million. I'm making a business offer to the diabolical genius. That's $2 million. Boss. All right. So before I go into this Rick Ross rant, I will say this. I'm a fan. All right. I think Rick Ross is nice. He's a nice rapper. He can rap. We cannot take that away from him. He make good songs. He make good music. We can't take that away from him. Now, that was Rick Ross saying that he want. He, that was Rick Ross making a video saying that he wants to buy Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, and the Beg for Mercy um, music catalog, right? Okay. Here's the thing. You can't deny what 50's done in music. All right? He came in the game. Dropped powerful power of dollar. See, I've been on 50 since I've been listening to 50 since 98. You know, a lot of you people, a lot of people got on the 50 with the commercial success. Get Richard Die trying 03. So I've been listening to 50 for 5 years before y'all even most people even heard of him. Right? I'm going to listen to him for five years before that. All right. You can't knock what he did in the game. He came in the game and caught everybody. Right. It's niggas that been in the game way, way before him. He came in the game. He dropped Get Rich or Die Trying. First album, Power of the Dollar, got shelved after he got shot up and everything. You know, it's leaked online, things like that. You could go listen to it and all that. But it wasn't it didn't do what it was supposed to do. So he had to go back to the drawing board. Most people, you wouldn't have ever heard of them. Again, if they didn't have that will and that talent to push forward through that. Think about it. He got shot up. He got dropped. Album scrapped. 
You understand what I'm saying? Whole industry turned their back on them. You got to be you got to be of a certain type of mind frame to come from up under that and get busy, right? He got in the game and he caught all the legends. He caught right up to everybody that was whoever you could think of, Puffs, the Jay-Zs, everybody that was in front of him. He came right into the game, caught up to them and got in the conversation and has been in the conversation ever since. Right? If you go back to 2003, and think of who was hot at that time And who was doing this and who was doing that I don't know nobody's money So I'm not saying niggas is broke I'm not talking about financially I'm talking about where are they now It's only a few that's you know Maneuvering and making little moves and shit But 50's one of them niggas So 50 had G-Unit Ross had MMG Right Nobody on MMG Sold more than nobody on G-Unit if I'm not mistaken, he had Stally. No dis no salute to Stally. I fuck with Stally. He had Stally, Wale, Meat, um, Gunplay. Uh damn man. What's my man? I forgot my other man name from the um from the from the Triple C movement. The, uh I forgot his name. And him. None of them sold. And we not it's not a diss. It's just the fact of Niggas just jump on the camera and start saying things. Lloyd Banks is double platinum. Game is five times platinum. This is shit that came out under G-Unit. Yayo is gold. Might even be platinum by now. But I know he's certified gold out the gate. Right? Young Buck, double platinum. 50, diamond. For a nigga to talk like, yo, I'm going to buy this. Like, dog, you don't have... Your artist didn't do the numbers that this nigga artist did. So why are you talking like you're the bigger artist? That's what I don't be understanding about this music shit. And I get it. Oh, he trolling. They got beef. and Yo, eventually, at some point, at some time, and I'm not condoning violence or anything, but pull up on that man and go talk to that man. Ain't even got to be on no violence shit. But like, if you want this nigga's attention that bad, right? Because, again, and I like Ross. I just don't like what he's doing. Niggas is too grown. Y'all niggas is millionaires. This shit corny. Right? Again, I like Ross. Music. But I don't like what he's doing. And that just, when you do certain things as a, as a, that make you look a certain way, my nigga. Niggas cannot be talking all this real nigga, super official tissue nigga shit. But your character does not display that. You understand what I'm saying? My character, anything that I say to you on this microphone, I promise you my character displays that. You know why? Because it's not a front with me. You understand? It's not a front with me. And any nigga that know me, no, it's not a front with me. This is who I am. I don't know Ross personally. I don't know if he gangsta. I don't know if he not. That shit don't mean nothing to me. Right? What I do know is the shit that he's doing and these videos that he's making is corny. I know that. You know why? Because I'm watching them and I'm reading the comments. When you post a video and 90% of the comments is like, yo, my nigga, this corny, this whack. Yo, you begging for attention. Like, come on, my nigga. Then stop making the videos. You understand what I'm saying? Stop making the video. Set something up. So you and that nigga could go have a conversation. And if you really feel the need 
Like that To get it off your chest man Go fucking do a fucking celebrity boxing match With the nigga or something like that Go walk around the corner and get it off your chest If it's to that level To where you feel like I can't be nowhere around this nigga Because we need to get it on You understand But making these videos Doesn't make sense It doesn't make you look Like what you think it make you look like Meek why don't you holler at this man and be like, yo, Rose, look, I understand y'all got beef, but nah, because it don't look good. This is what I'm talking about, the yes men. I don't give a fuck how much money my man got. If my mans was doing this shit, my man L was just on the podcast with me. Let's say he he got a beef with a nigga. And he was making these type of videos. I'm on his phone like, yo, L, yo, take that video down, my nigga. We not going, nah, let's let's go about this another way. Because the videos is not making you look the way you think you looking. He think he being funny. You know what I'm saying? And maybe one out of every fucking 20, 30 comments, you got a motherfucker who don't know his ass from his nose who thinks that this shit is funny or thinks that he's really doing something. You're always going to run into them people who don't know shit and don't know nothing about nothing. So them the type of people that's going to agree with the behavior of what Rick Ross is doing. And again, I like Rick Ross music. Son, nice. We can't deny that. But come on, my nigga. Come on, my nigga. We talking about, we look, ain't too many niggas. Nobody had to run like 50. Nobody. Not Drake, not Kendrick, not J. Cole, not... Fucking Wayne Nobody had a run like 50 Nobody Not Ross Nobody Nobody And I'm not saying that because this is my favorite rapper It's a fucking fact That nigga got hit up Got shelved And the whole entire industry blackballed him The whole entire industry was against him That's why when he came out He like yo fuck the industry Niggas getting mad at him you know what I'm saying? Like now when he come out, he don't want to work with niggas. And he like, nah, fuck that. Because when I was down, niggas who I probably was calling, shitting on me. So now, nah, fuck y'all niggas. Right? My man got hit up. Blackball. Pushed to the side. I bet. I'm going to come back. He came back, worked his ass off, and shot past everybody. Nobody had to run like that. And he did it in an era where you had to go to the store and buy the CD. Could you imagine if this era now was what it was when he would have, would have, would have, would have, um, when he was hot and dropped the fucking get rich? Like, come on, man. Even on the mixtape circuit, niggas was moving more mixtapes than niggas was selling, than multi platinum uh, artists was selling albums. He was moving more mixtapes then. So you cannot compare niggas' runs to that. I don't want to hear nothing about Drake, my niggas. I don't. I don't want to hear nothing about Drake and Drake run. Salute to Drake. He did what he did. But Drake is lucky he came up in this era. Because once that ghostwriting shit would have hit in the, in the golden era, he's out of here. He's out of here. Period. He's out of here. Gone. Finito. So he hit at the right time and we can't take that away from him. Dope artist. When he raps, I fuck it with Drake. All the other shit, that's not me. Cool. But to come at niggas, right, who MMG don't compare to G-Unit. It just don't. But you talking like they do. They don't. Your artists aren't better. Your artists didn't make better music. Your artists didn't make more money. Your artists didn't 
sell more records. Your artist didn't tour the world like that. So how are you comparing and talking about buying somebody's catalog? When Yeo was locked up, 50 paid that nigga like he was home. Every show. He got the same money as Young Buck and Banks. For the whole tour Came home to a million dollars after taxes This is a fact Came home to a million dollars after taxes A penthouse and all that 50 said I did that so he won't feel left behind So he won't feel like he gotta get in and catch up to niggas Ain't nobody on MMG What? Come on my nigga Come on Come on Nobody on MMG got that story Salute to you and Meek Y'all was riffing for a minute. Contract shit. Salute. Y'all worked it out. Salute. Album, cool. It ain't, it ain't super crazy. And I'm a Meek fan. I've been a Meek fan since 05. Do the math on when Dreams and Nightmares came out and all that. Do the math on me listening to Meek in 04 and 05. From the YouTube days. Battling Reed, Dollars, Kaboom, NH. Joey Jahad, Frank with the grippers going, Quilly Mills and all that. Do your research. I'm a real hip-hop nigga. I don't just be jumping on these artists and listen to these. I've been knowing who these niggas is because I'm an underground hip-hop head. You understand what I'm saying? I be a fan of niggas before they even blow up. I was listening to fucking Meek Mills, Reed Dollars and all them niggas in 04. In 04. In 04, I said, yo, this nigga right here, he going to go. I said that in 04. I'm not bullshitting. I'm too grown to lie. I don't have to lie about anything. I said that in 04 about me. So y'all niggas think about the time when y'all start listening to Meek Mill. And in 2004, I said Meek gonna go. And he went. But to compare MMG to fucking G-Unit, come on, my nigga. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? There is no comparison. There is none. And all Ross got is meat, if you want to say that. Wale was over there for a short amount of time, but Wale ain't sell more records than than um than than Banks or Yayo or or um or or Game or Buck. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, what are we talking about? And matter of fact, he might have he might have sold more than um he might have sold more than than Yayo, because Yayo went gold. But I don't think Wale Buck Banks uh, game went five times platinum Bucket Banks went I think Banks might be on his way to triple platinum If he's not triple platinum already He might be Damn near, damn, near, damn close to triple platinum And Buck is double platinum I don't think Wale sold that Salute to Wale because I like him And salute to Gunplay because I think Gunplay is nice Bible on the dash is fire Gunplay can rap his ass off And he makes dope music But he ain't sell Nor do nothing that the G unit did Or what 50 in them did you making videos about a nigga who on a world tour from a classic album that he dropped 20 years ago. It doesn't look right. Niggas don't care about the money. Both y'all niggas rich. So the money shit, it don't matter. The money shit don't matter. Your videos don't look right. And again, I'm a Rick Ross fan. He dropped something right now. I'm going to go check it out. Because I fuck with Ross. But... This shit, the videos is not, it don't look well, my nigga. It don't look well. Take it from a real nigga. Fuck them little couple of giggles you getting in the street, man. You know what I'm saying? You think this shit funny. Like, if I was Meek, I'd be on your line. Like, yo, Rose, Rose, you got to take that down, my nigga. 
Like this nigga's on a world tour selling out arenas and you talking about buying his artist catalog. Like, come on, man. Come on. And then all of the gunplay situation that went on recently. Um, nobody knows where the other triple C niggas is at. Like, come on, my nigga. Your videos don't look well. It don't look well, my nigga. You're not thinking this out. Real niggas is looking like, yo, this shit corny. You might fool the nerdy niggas who don't know nothing about nothing, but the real niggas see that shit like, yo, this shit corny. And it's not to take away from your art, your, uh, your artistry, but it's like, yo, come on, my nigga. You talking about you the biggest boss. You talking about you the realest nigga and all that. This ain't real nigga shit. This don't look like real nigga shit. This don't sound like real nigga shit. It looks like a nigga that wants attention. It looks like a little brother that wants attention from a big brother. That's what this look like. This looks like a little brother that wants attention from his big brother. Or it looks like the little brother that just wants to be like the big brother. And that's okay if that's that's how you feel. It's okay to be inspired by a nigga. Because, again... You, you, you probably are inspired by the nigga. The nigga, the nigga street credibility is all the way there. Regardless on what you say, because Rick Ross, I know y'all beefing and you, you know, you, you know, you can't take away his street credit. It's there. It's documented. You can't take away the street credit. You can't take away the business moves. You can't take away the sales. You can't take away the money made. You can't take away the, the, what he did put his niggas on. Everybody ate around him. Banks could go overseas right now. To mad place that you never heard of Like Come on What It's okay to be inspired And if you are inspired Then say that And if you do want to work with the nigga Then say yo Fuck all this beef shit my nigga Call my phone Or link up with that nigga And y'all have a conversation Do whatever you need to do But the videos is corny And everybody not playing You don't know how niggas is gonna take this shit you know what I'm saying? You don't know how niggas going to take this shit. You're doing videos with Supreme and them, this, this, and that. That's not music. That's not a music situation. Now, God forbid, something happened or whatever, whatever. Then it's like, oh, shit, niggas took it too far. But you taking it outside of music into something that's not your business. And you making a mockery of something that's not your business. That's some street shit that was going on. So if niggas push a line in a certain, you know, if niggas push the line on that level, you can't. You know, you can't be mad at that because that's how they feel. I'm not condoning it, but I'm just saying, you damn, now you, you, you poking at street shit. You're not no longer making this a, a troll, we trolling each other or some music shit. You don't got nothing to do with this. You don't know the ins and outs. You don't know how deep this go. This is not your business and you're putting yourself into it on a street level. You don't know what them niggas got going on. You know what I'm saying? I just wish somebody get with him and be like, yo, this ain't the move, my nigga. These videos ain't these videos ain't it. Banks is doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. Them niggas in June they made millions of dollars. Nobody's gonna stay on top for long. Niggas, everybody don't wanna go out here and niggas, some niggas just wanna get their money, right? Make their music and, and be on their own type of time. You know, damn, I feel like I got to sneeze, but hold on. A lot of people, um, a lot of people, 
A lot of people don't care about, oh, I wanna I wanna do this and that and that and this, this and that and that and this. Like niggas been doing that shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like niggas is cool, niggas done made millions of dollars, man. Now niggas is at a stage in their life and their career where they doing what the fuck they wanna do. Just because you don't see a nigga don't mean a nigga not eating. Just because you're not hearing a nigga don't mean a nigga not putting out music. Them niggas time was past, right? Everybody has they run. They had they run. The fuck, nigga? What, LL Cool J not a legend be- no more because you don't see him on the fucking, you don't hear him on the radio every day? This LL Cool J is a fucking legend. He had his run. Everybody has their run. Right? Now, you do what you want to do. You don't build your fans up. You go get your money and you go make the music and you go do what you want to do. Nobody stays in front of the spotlight forever. Drake been on a long run in front of the spotlight. Drake got a different type of machine behind him. You understand? When G-Unit popped out, like Banks said in that one joint, he was like, yo, we said, the game don't cater to, to violent hits. They want, wait, what he said? Damn, I can't think of the bar. He said, the game caters to pop. Not violent hits. The unit ain't fall off. It's all politics. I agree 100%, man. You understand? But yeah, man, I had to get that Rick Ross ran off, man. Ross, my nigga, make some music. If it's that deep, man, go go talk to that man, man. The videos ain't it, man. Trust me. These videos you making is not it. And I'm a fan. You understand? Come on the podcast, man. Holla at me. But on that note, again... Follow the Instagram page at f.t.h underscore media. f.t.h underscore media. All right? And as always, listen to this. This episode is brought to you by BHR Clothing. All right? Been at respect. Be on the lookout. Got some things in the work. Hit the uh, website, bhrclothing.bigcartel.com. Cop a shirt. Support your boy, man. We on it like that. And let's get it.